I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I, just Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. More. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'm the voice of Dumois. If you've been tuning in, you know by now I'm using a voice distorter. And guys, I promise, this is just temporary. This will not change the fact that I will be giving you guys all the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Brad Pitt's mysterious dating life, Lindsay, Paris, and Brittany, Rihanna's pregnancy, Priyanka and Nick's surrogacy, and a rumored threesome between Andy Cohen, Lucas Gage, and a Salt Lake City housewife. Plus some intel on Taylor Swift and Katy Perry, and a fake press release about Chris Evans. We're discussing all of this and more with senior editor at Today.com, Alexander Casala. Alexander was kind enough to join me on the podcast today and grace us with his insider knowledge. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Hey everyone and welcome to episode three of Do You. I have a very, very special guest this evening who actually 
wrote a lovely, lovely article on me that you can find on today.com. Yeah, my name is Alexander Casala and I'm a senior editor at today.com. And so like, what does that mean? We know we think of the Today Show as being one thing and we definitely love putting a spotlight on the incredible stories they're telling there. But we're also like telling all types of other stories on the website. And I think with our pop culture coverage, it's a lot more like diverse and a lot younger than people would maybe think. That's basically what I do. And I had the opportunity to interview you last month. And I'm so proud of how that article turned out. And I felt like, you know, I got to know you so well through that conversation and stuff. Yeah. Um, now, you being a reporter, you can shed so much insight on a lot of questions I received. And one question I received this week during my uh, Q&A is somebody asked if I thought TMZ blackmailed Nick and Priyanka to release that they had a baby. Now, I I heard that the surrogate was very, very, very hidden from the public. Mm -hmm. So there would have been no way that anyone in the United States, like would have found out, you know, they had, they had hired a surrogate to carry their child. But I just want your take on why people would think that a news outlet would be blackmailing a celebrity. And if that actually does happen. Um, I can pretty much say that doesn't, I mean, I do definitely think that maybe TMZ is like a little shady, but blackmailing that just seems like absolute cuckoo shows. So I definitely don't think anybody blackmailed anybody did maybe TMZ like have a scoop or, or like, maybe were they going to like do an article and they let them know, and then they like beat them to the punch. Maybe that. I don't know if that's blackmailing. That happens. Well, right. And I just, that's, that's a, that's a great way to describe, describe what happens a lot. So what happens from my understanding is that a news outlet will receive a tip. They will reach out to said celebrities representatives. They will either get a quote to print or they will not get a quote at all. And in which case, I guess what happens from there said news outlet either has to run something not confirmed or run something by saying like sources say Mm -hmm. like even how I talk to you about your rules like I was curious kind of what your standards are and like you actually do have like a set of standards and if people go to my article they can sort of read them so that's the same to, to be said about every news outlet and organization so like every single shop is gonna have their own rules and for something like my company like NBC we're part of NBC News, our standards are very, very strict. So for instance, like we don't really run almost anything from anonymous sources. So even if sometimes like we find out something and that person wants to remain anonymous, we usually don't really run with it. Not always, but it's very, very rare that we do. Some other outlets like we see they'll run a lot with anonymous sourcing for whatever reason. So they just have a different set of standards than we do. And for Priyanka and Nick, I mean, I have no idea what happened. I'm guessing, and I don't know, but I'm guessing probably somebody got a tip off about it, was going to publish something. They reached out to them and then they were like, we're going to put out something. Um, That's probably the order of operations, how it happened. Right. And what I wanted to say, which was interesting in what you said, is that people trusted ESPN and you know they believed what they printed but you know from my experience people trust anything that is that is published on the internet that comes from any sort of website that looks 
the littlest bit legitimate. Like I've had people send me stories from like websites. I'm like, what is this fucking website? And it's like <laughs> so random. And it's like, you know, all the shit that's on Twitter and Tumblr, they're turning it into headlines, obviously for clickbait. But this, the source could be like somebody as like their PR person, or it could be somebody that yep. like they met once, like two weeks ago, because like the news. I was just going to say that. That is where it gets very, very, very shoddy. And so honestly, that's why we don't rely on that so much because it, it, it can be like very confusing. Even in this like article that I was just reading today, I won't say where it was from, but it was like somebody who knows Adele was like talking about stuff regarding her. That's literally what it said. Like the, this news organization was trying to articulate like who the source was. And I'm like, somebody who knows Adele, that could be like so many people. Why are we really trusting what they say? So, you know, it's, it's, it's really, really, it's, it's, it can be dicey, you know? Oh yeah, I know. Just because you read it doesn't mean it's true. Oh, 100%. I mean, for example, another example I have for you is that, a you know, a news outlet, posted something about Chris Evans and Alba Baptista, you know, and it said, it just said fans speculate that they're dating. And I didn't read the article, but it had a lot of details about what fans are speculating. And this article came out the same day that a fake press release was being circulated. So there was a press release that was being circulated to different news outlets. And I'm not saying this is where this specific news outlet got this information from. I just thought that it was very interesting that it, their article came out on the same day that this news, um, this press release was being circulated. They called themselves like the friends of Chris Evans. And they literally wrote a fake press release with all of the points that prove that he's dating Alba Baptista. So even though the article, the headline said fans speculate, it got the Chris Evans fandom like all worked up because they were like, oh my God, this is hitting mainstream. That's what they all messaged me. It's getting out there. It's hitting mainstream. And I'm like, oh, I think it's from a fake press release. And then it just so happens like on that same day, I received this message that said, um, just met a family friend last night for the first time. And they said their daughter has been on and off with Chris Evans for the past three years, but they're just friends now. They both grew up in Massachusetts. So like, my point is that like, and I say this all the time, like the fans are never going to get a confirmation about a certain celebrity's dating life. And Chris Evans is one of those people, unless he's seriously dating someone. Because he's dating a lot of people. But he has like the most like rabid fans too, right? They're a little cuckoo shows. Um, hello, someone put out a fake press release <laughs> and the email address was friends of Chris Evan. What do you think? Yeah, good point. I mean Fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, some of the yeah, fans so, I mean my Yeah. Yeah, it just goes back to your point, which you said perfectly is don't believe everything that you read. Can I tell you one story about a crazy fan? Yeah, we um and I like this is like so so interesting, but just or funny, but like we wrote like a story about Leah Michelle, and I guess it was something about like the baby, and it was just like an article about, you know, like maybe she had the baby or was like one of the first. It was something, and like I, I was the editor on the article, and I was just like, you know, we. I had a problem covering this story about her, but like we're not not going to talk about her and talk about like 
the race stuff that happened like a couple months ago or like a year ago by now, you know, just like an ending paragraph, like, you know, like this, you know, even though it's like kind of two things, like this cute baby moment comes on the heels of like, but there's no way like we're not going to cover her and still not talk about this. You know, for me, that's just, that's like my opinion. We got the, the writer who wrote it, sent me this email from a person and I'm guessing it was a fan. I mean, and they sent us this like, the the craziest like meanest email I've ever read in my like career they use the c word multiple times and just saying like how dare you bring up the past that's behind her now she's just trying to live her life as a mother and it was like full of expletives I was like wow like the Leah Michelle fandom is maybe small, but... <laughs> yeah, the Glee fandom is pretty big. I don't know how they feel about Leah Michelle now that all that shit went down about her, but I guess there's a few stragglers out there <laughs> that are still, like, pulling for Leah Michelle. I was... I was floored. I mean... And then, like... And I, and I was just, like... This kind of makes me want to write this paragraph, like, more. <laughs> you know, the fact that somebody's trying to tell me, like, not to talk about something, I'm just, like... Oh, yeah. That is part of her truth. Well, like, that, that, it also was, like, seven months ago. So it's not, like, it's seven years ago. Okay, maybe I could see your point. Like, this just happened. Like, she just kind of got called out for that behavior. And now she's having a baby. So it's, like, great, good luck having a baby. But it's, like, you're not just going to erase the past. Like, this is kind of some no. part of your narrative right now. And so this one fan, though, was um, was very mad at us for including that. Well, I mean, she's been laying low, which I think has been doing her well, because she's not in the spotlight. Um but yeah, I guess people still go hard for Leah Michelle. I mean, there's there's fans that tell me not to post stuff all the time. Stop posting about Taylor Swift's uh, personal life or stop posting about the weekend's personal life. I'm like, give me a fucking break. Like, I'm just I'm just speculating on who they're dating. Right. You know, it's not like I'm saying they like murdered someone. Like, I mean, it's like relax. Right. Um, well, I was just going to um, point out two things, just like little tidbits that I just received today that could be interesting uh, before we get into the topics. The first one is that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers were just seen walking on the corner of Prince and Broadway in Manhattan. So I've said several times that I've heard they have broken up because every time I post about their relationship, I receive one or two very strongly written confirmations that they are not together anymore. Hmm. So I didn't I didn't get a picture, but somebody saw them walking. So who knows what's going on with their relationship? Still a big question mark there. And the second piece is that Katy Perry was visiting Taylor Swift today at her apartment. Um I think they're friends. But I'm not sure. Maybe they were friends from back in the day. Maybe they're working on something together. I just thought it was interesting. No, they had that. that um, they had that big fallout. Then this is big news because Katie was Katie was seen uh, this afternoon, this late afternoon, around 4 p.m. in Manhattan, going into Taylor's apartment. So I maybe they're um, making up. No, but they 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 had the fallout, but then then they made up. So they they definitely did make up maybe like a year or two ago. Um, that's great that they're like kikiing because they definitely yeah. did have that moment. Because I even think like the one song is about the other and the other, and it was all about like their dancers or whatever. So like, oh yeah, oh my god, duh, of course, yeah, the song, yes. Sorry, I totally bad blood, had, like bad blood, brain fog. 
yeah 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 oh my god so yeah this is huge and we do know that katie's been in new york so right. and taylor is here because someone had someone um posted a picture of her having dinner um last week so and the people who just told me were very reliable sources I'm, i can't say who they were obviously but very reliable that katie is um chilling with taylor this evening on tuesday this is tuesday when we record this um let's get into brad pitt's dating life now i posted a dm that i received um because what had happened was and i'll tell you guys the whole story about this so i received a tip from another very reliable source that brad pitt was seen at mother wolf which is a restaurant in la with likey lee and i just actually it didn't even say her name it said brad pitt and the swedish singer at mother wolf so because of that sighting i think that someone from a news outlet started investigating if they were dating and people started asking me questions like are they dating aren't they dating i didn't think anything of the sighting so someone sent in this message, and I'll just read it quickly. It said, so Likey Lee's sister, Zara, is a stylist who was friends with Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. They all had a dinner party at Mary-Kate's, and Brad was there and apparently was hanging out a lot with Mary-Kate. So after the dinner party, there was some tension between everyone involved because of Likey and Brad's relationship which isn't even an official relationship. They've just been hanging out. Now, I posted that, and then I think The Sun posted an article very shortly after that, also saying from their own sources that Brad and um, Likey Lee, I don't. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, basically. You know who I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Um, so because of the article in The Sun... I think Brad Pitt's representatives squashed it. They like got ahead of it and said he hasn't seen Likey Lee in two years. And the Post printed that article. So this is like how this is sort of like so you guys can understand like what happened. I posted the sighting, didn't think anything of it. Someone from the Sun saw it and started to investigate if they're actually dating. While that was happening, someone sent me this information about Mary Kate and Brad. And then the Sun's article came out and then the Post article came out where his representatives are saying they haven't even seen each other. So in your experience, like, I I don't know if you have any inside information about this, but just from your experience as a reporter, do you think that's what his team was trying to do is get ahead of the gossip by just like squashing it and being like they haven't even seen each other? Meanwhile, let me just put this put this out there. They live around the corner from each other. Right. I've heard. Probably. I mean, I definitely feel that like this obviously originated with you, which is very interesting. So kudos to you. Um, Even other articles are sourcing the sun, but then going back to you as being the beginning of it. I don't really know a lot about this situation, but like in some ways, like can't the reps just say like whatever they want? I mean, like if you end up like posting something that's also just like really gonna like hurt your relationship with a certain celebrity, like what are the chances of you like being able to work with them in the future? Or if you like are trying to reach out for comment and they tell you something and you like purposely like don't publish it or like, you know, 
I mean, it's all about relationship building. So sometimes I think with some of these outlets, you know, they're also kind of gauging like what relationship is more important. You know what I mean? In terms of a story or something potentially. Brad Pitt is like, right. that relationship is always going to be more important than anything else, perhaps, or potentially. You know what I mean? That's a good point. So for someone like Brad Pitt, they're thinking like, okay, what's more important? My relationship with Brad Pitt or the truth of whether or not he's dating you know, <laughs> a Swedish singer. And Maybe. it sounds like, you know, cause, and also I want to say, like, I also said every time I posted about it, the source kept saying it wasn't official. Like they're, they weren't dating. I think people take that word too far. And I've said this a million times, mm. like hanging out, hooking up one night stands, dating boyfriend and girlfriend. Those are all different categories. Celebrities are just like us. They don't, Right. start hanging out with someone and then automatically that person is their boyfriend or girlfriend. I, yeah, but they, I know, also they, think that has to do in general with like the English language and just like the term dating. Exactly. But I think that causes like for, especially I, I notice with, you know, some of the people that read my website that don't live in the United States or some of the younger, you know, people that read my website, I think it causes confusion for them. Mm. You know, they don't understand. And, um, I'm always having to clarify, like, you know, it doesn't mean they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, I I went back to the source and I showed them the article from page six. And I said, what do you think of this? Brad is saying he hasn't seen her in two years. Like, I showed them, you know, the article and the person responded and said, this is about Brad and Likey Lee. They said, I think they're not official and are doing everything possible to minimize the press around their short hookup. I know hmm. Mary Kate is very into them. Into him. Sorry. <laughs> I know Mary Kate is very into him. Him meaning Brad. But let's see what happens. Now I just want to say, like, I am all for a Brad Pitt Mary Kate um union. So I would love Honestly, to I'm that. I'm not because there's such an intense uh, intense scrutiny that both of those people fall under. I can't imagine what will happen if they got together. Like I just like we were talking about like Jennifer. Like there's so much intense scrutiny around like Jennifer, Brad, and Angelina. And I also feel like there's a lot with like Mary Kate and Ashley. So if you like bridge those two camps together, I am very petrified of the intersection. I love it. Oh my gosh. I mean, I yeah, maybe. It would be a moment. We need more pairings like that. Like those random pairings, I feel like used to happen, um, you know, m more so like 10 years ago than they do now. And I mean, if you look back on some celebrity couples, like there were some good ones. And I feel like we need that again. So I am all here for them being yeah, together. But I feel like nowadays when they, when they happen though, it's like our, like with like, with like Kim and Pete or like Julia and Kanye or like um, uh, Jennifer and Ben again, like our immediate response is, oh, it's just for PR. Right. Well, I don't think this would be for PR. I mean, he obviously doesn't want any PR surrounding his <laughs> dating life. And I think, I think that's because he's still going through, um, you know, custody right. issues with Angelina. So the fact that they squashed it right away, I, I guess it makes sense. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, he's single. He could do whatever he wants. Right. But I mean, there's just, there is, you know, like we talk about this at my job because we are trying to cover like younger celebs and like celebs of like, you know, like Dua Lipa or like Lizzo. And sometimes it can be hard for us because like, 
there's a certain kind of celebrity that like everybody knows and they usually tend to skew a little bit older, you know, like, and, but those people, like their celebrity is so insane that it's just almost so easy to cover them because a story about them is going to do well because everybody knows about them. That's kind of like changing as like, as time goes on, like there's almost like more famous people now than there ever was before making it like, if everybody's famous, who's actually famous, you know? It's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. I, I get it too, because it's like there are certain class of celebrities like the Brad Pitts, but I don't think the younger generation gives a shit about Brad Pitt. Even like Mary Kay and Ashley, like they don't even have social media yet. Like, right. I feel like still stuff about them is so popular, maybe because they don't have social media too. So it kind of goes back to the idea of like showing your kids faces, not showing your kids faces. It's like, sometimes like people are more curious about stuff when you don't give it to them. And does that end up like, so with like Mary Kay and Ashley, they released a statement after Bob Saget passed away. And like, that was the most like popular article of all the articles we did only because like everybody else released a statement via their social media. But you're like, okay, so like seemingly like the more accessible people are like, I don't know, like it's just like interesting to think about like when people are on social media or off sort of like what that does to people's perception of them. For, pe- for people like Mary Kay and Ashley, I feel like they're still as famous as before without it, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. And like you said, like people are even more curious about them. So exactly. any article that's about them, they're going to want to read. I don't know. It's like what they're, I think for like what they're trying to do ends up hurting them maybe in the long run of what they don't want. I mean, maybe people are prying more and more interested in any little thing they do. I mean, I personally think that Ashley and Mary Kate have um, secret Instagram accounts. I mean, there's no way that they can't. I mean, you just curiosity. I just had a curiosity. You know, they must have a secret account. And I don't know this for a fact. No, I mean, I've I've been told a lot of celebrity Finsta accounts and no one's ever mentioned either of them. I just think in my mind that like they must and are a lot of celebrity fences following you? A few, yeah, but some aren't. Like, there's some that I know of that I've looked at, and it doesn't say, like, they're following me back, Um, but some are, yeah. Do you think those people are following you to see tea about them or because they want to find out tea about other people? Both. Um, And then there's, I was going to say, there's some celebrities that just, you know, check from their real account. They don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, who famous follows you? Does Cardi follow you? She does. Yeah. But I'm talking about celebrities that don't even follow me that check check the stories. Oh, yeah. So we have like we like on, on like the Today Show, we have like 3.3 million followers on our account or whatever. And like, you know, um, th- there are a couple of celebrities that follow us. But like one person who started following us probably probably because of the morning show, I have a feeling like she was really following us because of like her morning show work was like Jennifer. Um, but probably like one of the most famous people to follow us. Like the other amazing thing was like, I guess because she only started her account like recently, she wasn't really following like that many people. So she was liking like so many of our posts. Or just like, she would like, I would see her likes. And for some reason, I really believe it's her. I know, I know like maybe I could be like, delusional but for some reason i do feel like her account is run by her and she's liking the things that she was liking but it would always be like an uplift like whatever she liked too i would always be like the cutest and sweetest thing and i'm like oh my god like only making me love her like even more so yeah i think she has help with her account but i do think that i agree i think she does log on and look at stuff 
for sure. Especially since she launched like, you know, her hair care product. I feel like you're, you know, you're more interested what people are saying online about it. So maybe she's doing a little more perusing. Totally get what you're saying. It makes you stop in your tracks. I, 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 it's the same thing for me. When I see who views my stories, I'm always like, (gasps) like, you know, your first second, you're like, oh my God. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I promised everyone that I would talk about a specific text I received regarding Kim and Pete. I blocked out some words and I promised everyone I would tell you guys what the blocked out words were. Now, did you happen to see the posts from the mom who was having breakfast at the Beverly Hills Hotel? Yeah. Okay. So a mom was having breakfast at the Beverly Hills Hotel and they saw Kim and Pete having eating pancakes and they texted their daughter and the text was looking at kim and the guy from snl pete (laughs) they are kissing now this is the part i blocked out and i want to just the reason i blocked it out and the reason i'm talking about it even though i blocked it out is because i just want to say and i feel like you can't really convey this over an instagram story that it he 
the next part of what the mother witnessed, he was discussing an insecurity of his. And it kind of made me feel bad to put that insecurity on blast in black and white on Instagram stories. Now, I will say that after reading it, it it made me feel like, wow, like even celebrities like have insecurities. And I feel like everyone has this same insecurity that I'm about to say that he was talking to Kim about. So I just wanted to like, you know, say that, not just post the text and make it seem like it was unsensitive of me posting. So the mom says they are kissing. He's talking about the dark circles under his eyes. He wants to get rid of them. And the mother, and then the daughter wrote, Lancer and the mother wrote she knows Lancer she can't keep her hands off of him so meaning Kim knows Lancer now do you know what Lancer is I think it's a doctor Dr. Lancer oh because I googled it I thought Lancer was like a treatment for dark circles and I was like I mean listen like I feel like everyone has dark circles like I suffer from dark circles all the time and there's really nothing you could do about it it doesn't have to do with lack of sleep necessarily it has to do with how thin or thick the skin underneath your eyes is like mm-hmm. yes lack of sleep does contribute but i was told that it has to do with how thin or thick your skin is so but i think that's like his sexiest to me that's like his sexiest feature i agree so dr lancer is a dermatologist in beverly hills so i don't know i don't know how the mom knew that Kim knows about Lancer. I mean, maybe Kim posts about how she goes to this doctor, Dr. Lancer. Um, but apparently maybe he's, if you guys, if anyone in California is listening, if you guys have been to Dr. Lancer, can let me know, does he like specialize, specialize in under eye dark circles? Um, just let me know. But anyway, I promised everyone I would let you guys know what I blocked out. And that's what it was. It was about his dark circles. Do you think it's insensitive me to talk about this, Alexander? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think the interesting thing, I think it's fine. I think that we, we, we don't necessarily know if it's 100% true, but I do think that um, it's interesting that if this is true and we're speculating, but if it is that like, this is an insecurity of his yet, like for me, it's like what I think is like the sexiest thing about him. And that just maybe we all can kind of think about like what's something that we hate about ourselves that maybe actually like somebody else loves us for. So like, that's a good way to think. Ooh, I love that spin. And I wonder if like, if I don't, I don't read, you know, I don't go on blogs. I don't go on Reddit, but I wonder if that's something, I don't know if he has haters. I'm just assuming, you know, maybe that's something that people have made fun of him for. So that maybe that's also an insecurity, um, you know, you know, I, I've seen a little bit, I've seen a little bit of, um, news outlets, like kind of mention his looks and I don't, I don't think that's very nice. Um, so that's kind of why I didn't want to post the words like on my feed, like so insensitively, but I felt like it would be better to just like talk it out since right. everyone wanted to know what I blocked out. But it's also kind of like, it's not necessarily probably like the dark circles, but it's also like what they represent. And he does get made, people make fun of him. Like sometimes I think of like, being a druggie or like being this and like they're only probably saying that because of that and those things are probably not are are especially probably not true but because people are only saying that because of that physical feature maybe that's informed him to hate that more about himself but what i didn't like the other day to go back to a previous episode of yours demois 
this dude, whoever this little lawyer was, um, talking about being like, there's no way that what they're doing is true because Kim doesn't eat carbs and she keeps sitting in front of these giant pizzas. I actually was in the same place with her at like one of those bougie ass like ice cream stores in like the village. She was there. This was like before he kind of got canceled, but it was Alexander Wang, her and like food God. And they were at this ice cream place and they ordered like seven flavors because they wanted to try like everything. Cause this like place was like renowned for, but she didn't eat every single thing. She had like bites from each one. So like that's the kind of eater that she is. And that's probably why she had a big ass pizza in front of her and she only took three bites. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think she eats carbs. Now you brought up Alexander Wang. I actually heard that he's going to be working with Kanye. I wonder how pe- what people feel about that. Well, I-, I definitely know that. I mean, I actually did some reporting about this. I interviewed one of his main accusers, the person that like really went viral for his accusations. He settled with like a bunch of accusers a couple months later. So then they- But that doesn't erase what he did. No, 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 no for sure not. No, 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 for sure not. But um, that is- interesting just that whole kind of thing you know um so it will be interesting to see what's next for him well apparently he's collaborating with kanye so and in terms of like just like the kim and pete kind of media storm versus the julia and kanye media storm for some reason i just find like the the kim and julia one to be like extra chaotic there's something about it that definitely seems to me to be like a little bit i think both are a little cuckoo shows for sure but I don't know the 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 Kanye and the um, Julia Fox one seems like like what? Well, it's so funny because like you know I'm on the fence about Kim and Pete. Like I hear, I hear eyewitness reports of you know them just seemingly operating in a very you know um, sort of PR way as far as like trying to get the shot of them coming and going from places. And then I also hear from people that, you know, they are really into each other. So somebody messaged me who I hadn't spoken to in a really long time yesterday. And they messaged me about something totally different. And I know they know a lot about the Kardashians. And I said, oh, I meant to message you. Uh, I wanted to get your take on Kim and Pete. And the person very simply said, like, there's no take to get. Like, she is really into him and she's having a good time. So like, I'm back, I'm back to being a believer. I fuck with her so hard because I've met her. And the other story, I think I told you this during my interview was I was in LA a couple years ago and it was like, I got a car service like through this company to drive me to the airport. It wasn't an Uber. It was like an actual, like nice bougie little car or whatever. And I got in there. And of course I was like, girl, give me the tea. I'm like, have you ridden around some famous people in this town? He was like, yeah, a bunch. I'm like, who? And he started dropping some names and he dropped Kim. And I was like, oh my God, like, give me the tea. Like, how was she? Who was she? Like, was she? He was like, honestly, the nicest person ever. He's like, I wrote her, I drove around for three months. I really could not tell you. He said some other bad things with some other people, but he was so nice about her. Then when I met her at that ice cream store, you know, he was like a stranger coming up saying, I, cause I talked to her, of course. And she was so nice to me. And like, so I I want the best for her. <laughs> like I do. Like No, I, I understand that. When you like meet some when you meet a celebrity and you have a great interaction with them, like that sticks with you. And I've said this a million times, the same way that if you meet a celebrity for two minutes and have a bad right. interaction, that also sticks with you. And so that two second encounter 
However, the celebrity handled it, that sticks with that person forever. So now the person just thinks the blanket statement, you know, such and such is an asshole. So from your interactions, um, either personal or professional, who are some, and I'm just asking you this question because I think you asked me this question. So now I'm turning the tables. Who are some of the nicest celebrities? Well, I'll start this by saying that like, it's interesting because when I am meeting people for the most part, I, I am meeting them in an interview context. So it's interesting to me if that person is rude or like mean and that I'm like, like one person I will say, I'm not going to say who, but there is one person that did a group interview a couple years ago on the phone with a bunch of journalists. And he was so rude. I mean, he was not interested in talking to us, sounded like it gave us the worst answers to our questions or whatever. And also part of this person's job is to interview other people. So I was just like, wow, like you are, but I'm like, Ooh, was it, was it Ryan Seacrest? I would, I'm not going to tell you who, but it was just so interesting to me that like, you're going to choose now to be like annoyed and rude to like five journalists that are not only writing an article about you and this experience, but are also like connected in their own right. The best experiences I've had are pretty much like share, I just interviewed Dolly. She was amazing. Kylie Minogue was super sweet. Um, I interviewed Madonna and it was a great experience. She was really, the, the Madonna experience I will be on the record with saying was very much kind of like the energy around Madonna was next level. I mean, just like, and she has a new PR team. And at the time, this PR team, like it was just like, they were really intense to deal with and just the rules, there could be no phones in the room. They could, like, it was just like, it was a lot of like that. But when like it got to like being with her, she was amazing. So that was good. Um, who else? You're, you're naming all of like the VH1 like diva, <laughs> <laughs> diva lineup. That's like what you just gave. Remember that like concert they used to have like VH1 like the diva concert like that's what yeah i met cynthia just... nixon in real life and she was really sweet and then i later covered her and she was really nice about that yeah you know i'm like really trying to think of somebody rude but it's like hard well you're not gonna tell us even if you could think of someone so we so i won't even i won't even don't even go there in your brain don't even go into the little rude <laughs> pocket of your brain but you i kim was really nice, nice I, i've also like we've talked about paris being really nice and i've also gotten really yes. i just interviewed kathy hilton she was really sweet um so yeah so you know i this, it's, i always kind of think that like i have a feeling and this is just maybe me taking some sort of hypothesis the most famous people only got there because of that their ability to be super loving and kind. I feel like it's that like B or C list celebrity that is like the worst because, and like that is going to prevent them from getting like any farther than they need to go. But they think in order to be who they are, that's the way to be. And I just, I don't think that's true, you know? And, and for me, my kind of thing is that like, treat the CEO the way you treat the barista. You know, I'm always kind of, when I'm with some celebrities and those experiences, like there's one person who I may be out with in Fire Island and stuff. And like, I really see how they interact with like servers and waiters and hosts and Uber drivers or like that, because I'm just like, if you're fucking rude to the waiter, like bye girl, like I will never have time for you. I totally agree with you.
And you're back to your point in the beginning. You were definitely saying it like there's something that to be said about, you know, that person then comes to you and is like, this celebrity is an asshole. And you have the discernment yourself to understand, like they had that two minute interaction, which was the worst. And that actually may not be representative of who that celebrity is. But think about like just back to that fan thinking that like now, like that is sort of what their like new normal for their relation to that celebrity is toxic negative or whatever so yeah that gives a lot of responsibility and weight to these people or whatever but i agree i i also do wonder though like like i did see somebody that i loved and i saw a fan i'm i didn't love them enough to ask them for a photo and honestly for me i never ask for photos i always just usually go up say something personal be like oh like this thing you did really impacted me or like i really love this or i work for the today show and i interviewed you a couple years ago i always try to like find that personal moment and never try to get a photo but i saw this one person see this one person and they try to get a photo from them and they were so rude to them and i could tell they were a fan of that person and they were crushed and I was like, man, that sucks. Was it a, was it a singer or actor? Actor. Oh. It was a very cool hip actor that's like, you know, like one of these younger people that's like, and you know, it was one, and like they had ducked out earlier this event and there was nobody else leaving. This one fan was like leaving early themselves, bumped into them leaving. I, I was leaving too. So there were like three of us outside. I'm like in my pink furry coat trying to get an Uber. And I'm like, just take the photo. I don't know. Like, and maybe when I'm there in a couple of years, I'll be like, you know, flipping it. But I don't know. It's just like, I could tell that person was really crushed. And and I just was like, man, now that's going to be their new normal for you. And like, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, I had a, I had a couple encounters with celebrities as a fan and, um, they kind of like shot me down for pictures or whatever. I don't, I don't, I have no shame in my game. Also, I have to say that I was actually completely like blackout wasted both times I asked for pictures with these two different celebrities and both of them shot me down. And one of them did it in a really, really condescending way. And one of them did it in just like, like sort of a cool girl, like, I don't really give a shit like way. And that just kind of made me love her more. I think Emma Watson or maybe like somebody like, I think Emma Watson like tells them she's like, yeah, you just can't post it today or something. Like, so she doesn't yeah, get I mean, like, I wasn't even going to, I wasn't even going to post it anywhere. Yeah. No, no, I know. I'm just saying like, it's, that's an interesting approach to it. She like takes the photo, but then she's like, just don't post it today. Cause she doesn't want like the photo to be like geotagged or like, she doesn't want yeah, like, that makes sense. yeah. So I'm like, I like that, you know? Um, no, for me, I just like try not the photo thing because for me personally, just because I'm like, I'd rather like have a good experience and just be able to share that. And I feel like the photo thing is so triggering for them that like already it's not going to be like a good experience. So I try to be like respectful of that boundary. Well, speaking of a lovely celebrity who's on everyone's nicest list, um, let's quickly just talk about Paris Hilton and a DM that I received um, that said, I'll just read the DM really quick. It said, also, this is most likely not happening, but Paris Hilton is trying to make amends with Lindsay and Brittany and bring the three back together. It says, uh, Paris and Lindsay are talking a lot. And that was all they had said at the time. Now that same night that I posted that Paris was on watch what happens live mm-hmm. and did confirm that she was indeed talking to Lindsay. Um, I also 
after that received another DM um, that said, again, Paris and Lindsay are trying to work out a podcast deal for each of their respective podcasts and bring Brittany on. It's still Mm. very early. Brittany's down, but is being super smart and kind of wants to play with the media. Brit is smarter than we think. Um, Hmm. And then I also heard that there is potentially going to be an expose about a certain someone. I'm not going to say who. It's not Jamie Lynn. That's all I'm going to say. And then another thing I just want to add on is I did hear that the Britney Spears Oprah interview is back on the table. Hmm. So Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot you just gave me to respond to. (laughs) No, I think that, um, I mean, let's just start with, I definitely think that like the idea of Paris and Lindsay making amends is great. You know, I think that like, they both seem to be like in such happy places right now. And like all the drama between them just was like reduced to like them being asked about one another, like especially Paris about Lindsay, her responding, the media going crazy with it. So that's like a shame because- you know, this is just, again, like the media trying to pit women against each other, which is like the oldest tale in the book. But I think the three of them are very iconic sort of trio. Icons. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Make that podcast work. I would. But I don't want that to be, but I don't want that to be Britney's first interview. I want Britney's first interview to be like with Oprah. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying like, I want Britney's first interview to be like with Oprah. Like, I really want that to happen. I think that needs to happen. And of course, like, it's great that she's like sharing everything that she wants, like the way that she is. Like, I don't think anybody should silence her, but I would love to just hear her be able to tell her story with somebody else to have them kind of like, you know, um, investigate with her and kind of ask questions and stuff like that. I think like for me, from my perception, like that would do her so well and so much justice and like being able to kind of like tell her story. But and there's nobody better than I can think of that than Oprah, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think um, I'm hoping that we'll see that happen this year. I mean, that would be amazing if it did. I think everyone is, you know, waiting to hear Britney speak about this. She's already said a lot about it, about the situation on her Instagram. Um, so to hear her actually speak about it, I think will be very impactful. So totally supportive here for it here for the here for a podcast with Lindsay and Paris and I you know I I I read that as they wanted Brittany to be like the third person on the podcast mm-hmm. not just to come on and interview like maybe it's a podcast with Lindy Lindsay Paris and Brittany like how fucking amazing would that be that would be amazing for sure I mean I definitely think that like we've had a reckoning of the way that like we treated you know, female celebrities from their kind of generation. And there has been this full circle that's been made seemingly so of like understanding more of the the toxicity of the paparazzi or whatever. So I think it really would be interesting to hear them maybe reflect on that themselves and maybe give like other, because even to this day, they all kind of seem a little bit like, just like they don't really want to go there with like certain media outlets and stuff, but maybe they can go there with each other. Well, that just goes back to what you said when we were talking about Brad Pitt, you know, like it's just, it's a two-way street. You know, celebrities want to have good relationships with media outlets mm-hmm. and media outlets want to have good relationships with celebrities. But honestly, so, it's really hard because like, like one of my best interviews was like me interviewing the daughter of Tammy Faye Baker and, um, 
you know, there was this big movie that was coming out about Tammy Faye Baker starring Jessica Chastain through the eyes of Tammy Faye. And like this woman actually existed and then she has kids. And it was really interesting because at first the, um, it, it just, I, I ended up reaching out to the daughter myself and she first said no, basically that she wasn't doing any interviews. She had so much interest, but I really sort of like opened myself up to them, like in that pitching process, showed them my work. And they really kind of were like, wow, like we definitely see a thread in your work of like you advocating for the outsider. And that's why they gave me the only interview that she did for this like entire sort of news cycle that was very focused on her mom. She gave one interview and it was to me. So it was like super exclusive. And I I felt so proud to be able to get that opportunity to have her trust me enough to tell her story, you know, but it can be really hard in today's media landscape to like develop those relationships with subjects, especially with like celebrities. Like, yeah, I'm sure that like Brad Pitt got to know me, he would like love me and want to tell me like all the shit that's gone on in his life or whatever. And I would love to write it down, but like, how do I get, how do I develop that relationship with him? You know what I mean? And like, it, there's just like so many people. There's like all his PR people and managers. And that like, we have our PR people and I have like our bookers that do the asks. And so there's like a bunch of people. And then there's like a bunch of people in our company who want, it's just like so, it's so much that it's like, how do yeah. you, how do you do it? And it can be like impossible. And that's why I think a lot of, honestly, I think that's why a lot of celebrities are distrustful of the media, not just the media in general, but because like, they don't necessarily trust the person that's like accompanying them for a week to tell their story maybe or something. So it's really, really hard. Honestly, I don't blame them. We've had this conversation when you interviewed me. Like I learned a lot the hard way about, you know, to not trust certain reporters. Right. And um, it's a hard lesson. And I can't even imagine, like I'm not even a celebrity. I can't even imagine being a celebrity and feel and pouring your heart out. You know, like some of these interviews are like really emotional pouring your heart out and then walking away from that. And I don't know, like just replaying what you said in your head or we won't say the story you're talking about, but I hadn't read that story until after I interviewed you. And then I read it. And honestly, I was like, wow, this is so mean like it just came off to me as very mean and maybe because i already interviewed you i like cared more about you or whatever but not that we're friends because we're not but like i just was like wow this is and i would never i would never write something like that you know but like i think that like even with like madonna and like when madonna got profiled by the new york times and they made the headline like madonna at 60 the article was good but like she hated the headline and like she came for them in terms of the headline because she just was like wow you're really centering my age and I'm you know and she's trying to fight ageism so much with her story and so I felt for her too and it's like oh man like you can't always have it your way Madonna but I also was like she has a point here like that's like really what they're going to go and do you know so you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's really, really hard because you do want to tell the best story, which sometimes like maybe doesn't have their best interest at heart, but like, that's not the kind of journalism I want to do. Well, that's why you're getting exclusive interviews with Tammy Faye Baker's daughter and certain reporters can't because I, you know, I want everyone to know that report certain reporters have reputations. Like it's like any other industry, you know, like there are ones with great reputations and there's one w- ones with horrible reputations and people talk 
you know, right. you, you you know, like so. Anyways, <laughs> but it was even like, but back to like, even though like something like the Tammy Faye Baker, like it seems like very specific, but like so many people, I won't say like an exact number, but like so many people every day are going to our article. Why? Probably because they're streaming that movie. I think it's on HBO Max. Like they're like googling like where is Tammy Faye you know, Baker's daughter now. And like my article comes up and they're reading it. So it's kind of like, it just, just, just like, it's all about kind of like doing things in like a very micro level. And the more you do it and everything, it adds up, but like that takes time, <laughs> but I'm trying to. No, I, to I totally agree with you. Well, let's quickly talk about the biggest news of the week. And that's Rihanna's pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And you know, I did find out about it a couple weeks ago <laughs> because somebody messaged me and they said their friend was at dinner. I forget if it was at Pastis or Carbone. It was one of those kind of restaurants. And Rihanna had to move tables because her stomach was too big to fit where she was originally seated at the restaurant. Mm. So somebody sent me that DM and I was like, are you sure? Because I had seen paparazzi pictures of her, and she she didn't look pregnant. Now she looks pregnant because she's, like, showing it off more. But she really did cover it up and hide it for a while. So I had posted, when I found that out, um, and then someone con confirmed it um, offline, not on my Instagram feed, I went to Twitter and I was like, you know, I don't, I didn't want to say who it was, but I was like, holy shit, you know, when somebody just confirms rumors that you've heard for the past six months because I've had fans tell me for the past six months that she was pregnant and I didn't believe them and somebody even messaged me today and they were like we were trying to tell you this and I was like well I'm sorry like she didn't look you know she didn't wasn't showing like I didn't notice that she didn't seem pregnant um so I have to give it to the fans like sometimes they get it wrong sometimes they get it right like they have been saying that she's been pregnant for months for months well, there was also that thing she said, like she said something in September about like she responded to one fan and being like, people just said like from that response, they really thought that she was pregnant because she was like, you guys have made me pregnant for like, like there's like 10 babies at this point or whatever. Yeah, but, like, she no, but that's responded. what I mean. Yeah. So like, you know, for someone, so that when the fans are telling me she's pregnant, she's pregnant. It's the same thing with Ariana Grande. They've been telling me that she's pregnant for months. Um, I haven't seen any recent paparazzi pictures of her. I don't know. Is she on the is she on the voice? Is she on one of those shows that's on right now? She was on the voice. I don't I don't think it, it just finished, but she was on the she was just on the voice for like a while. Right. And you could and you could see her, I would assume. Like you could see <laughs> if she was showing. She's a tiny she's a tiny human, so I feel like it would it would be noticeable, but they're they that she's another one that they've been saying is pregnant. So like I'm just waiting for Ariana Grande to like you know, pop out seven months pregnant and then to tell tell me, you know, I told you about, I told you so. They but if, but yeah, it's, but it's also like a dicey. I mean, it's like somebody recently sent me a photo of a celebrity and they, they were like, oh, that's like a baby bump. And I'm like, we can't do, we don't do that anymore. Like we don't talk, like we just don't, like I know that like, I'm sure people do do that, but like as a society, like we're not supposed to really like try to label like baby bumps. Cause like, who knows, you know what I mean? I'm like, 
I... No, I totally agree. That's why when they're telling when they're when they're telling me Rihanna was pregnant six months ago and she doesn't look pregnant, I can't write a blind or even insinuate that she's pregnant. She could have had a hamburger. Like I don't know. Or like... <laughs> but she also wears like the most oversized. Like I have noticed lately, like all of her jackets have been like really big, but that is like her style, like naturally. So of course somebody could have seen like, oh, that's like maternity wear, like you hiding a baby bump. But like, no, maybe she's just like wearing her big ass, like Andrew Leon Tally, you know, puffer jackets or whatever. And like, that's her look for the winner. So I think that in some ways too, though, some celebrities are like visibly showing and they're like walking around and like paparazzi taking pics of them, posting them on daily mail and stuff. And like, they don't care because they're like, until I like say something, it's not like actually like. Exactly. And I think that that's also, it's so interesting to me too, like why celebrities or like the timing and stuff like with, with like Rihanna, like she's definitely not like eight or nine months, but like, she's definitely not like four. She's like somewhere in the middle. So I wonder like, what was her reasoning for choosing now to say something, you know? Um, I do like the way that she said it. I mean, I feel that like that maternity shoot was like so stylish, like the most stylish. And, oh, like, I mean, hip. it's Rihanna. Of course it is. I actually drove by the spot it was taken. And I was like taking photos of it and sending to my friends like Rihanna, pregnant Rihanna was here. Like, because that spot's like a Harlem. Where was it? Where was it taken? It's under this like Harlem bridge. It's maybe at like 140 or like 120, like 125th and like, on like the West end, but there's like a big center in the background, but it's Harlem. Cause I'm pretty sure he lives up here. Um, they've been spending a lot of time up here. They've gone to like a seafood fast food restaurant, like 3am in the morning, gotten like photographed there. And like, so she's definitely spending a lot of time. People have said it's because he's from here. So, but it was also kind of cool. Like that's the way like, could you imagine the person that like saw that happening from a distance and being like, who are those like people taking a pregnancy? shit? And then like the next day you go online and you're like, Oh, it's it's Rihanna. Rihanna. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, the last thing I just want to touch on quickly is something that every time I post this, um, I get so many messages and people are still not over it. Lucas Gage was on Watch What Happens Live, I swear, I think it was like three weeks ago at this point, and he made such an impression on the Watch What Happens Live audience who also you know, a lot, a lot of Bravo fans follow my account as well. I'm a, I'm a Bravo fan. So I post a lot about Bravo. Um, so they're still on this. I didn't watch it, but they're still on this tip. I get, did you watch it? I did not, but I, I didn't, he, yeah, no, go on. I didn't okay, watch so it. So I, I think he made a joke about having a threesome with Heather Gay and Andy Cohen on watch what happens live so i i didn't i didn't watch it but and i didn't know he made a joke about this Mm -hmm. but that night of watch what happens live i think they all went out i don't know if andy was there but i know heather and lucas were there and i think they all went out and had dinner or some drinks so i just wanted everyone to know that i don't think it was a threesome um, I'm not exactly sure what happens, but hopefully we'll get some clarity in the future. I know that's like very vague, but I just get so many DMs about this. Who else was on the show I, with him? It was Lucas Gage and Heather Gay from Salt Lake City. Oh, on the show. Were the, were the guests on the show oh. on Watch What Happens Live. And apparently Lucas was very charming. He charmed the pants off of 
everyone who is watching. Do I think he had a threesome with Andy and Heather Gay? No, he probably made that joke because she was there. Did they, did they probably hang out afterwards? For sure, I bet. Did he they maybe did. hook up with Andy? That I could see. No. No, I don't think, I don't know if Andy was there. No. No, he didn't. I'm, listen, I'm just going to leave it at, I'm going to leave it at a question mark right now. And I don't know, you guys keep asking the question in the Q&A. Maybe I'll write more about what I heard. People saw the, people saw him after the show, hanging out with a group of people. There was a lot of people there, but I don't think Andy was. So basically you're saying, you're basically, you're saying like he could have had a threesome. Definitely wasn't a threesome. No threesome. But anyways, I just wanted to say, stay tuned. That story is developing because everyone keeps DMing me about this threesome. It wasn't, they didn't have a threesome, but I heard that there were shena- some shenanigans that went on after Watch What Happens Live. That's all I'll say. Um, and I also, I have uh, something else I need to touch upon. On my last podcast, I said that to, <laughs> I can't even believe I'm fucking still talking about this. I said that in order to make a cake moist, you need to add jello. What I meant to say was jello pudding, not jello like gelatin jello, but jello pudding. I got so many DMs being like, uh, girl, you're telling people to put jello in cake. And I was like, no, I meant jello pudding. So um, hopefully this cake storyline will be <laughs> over. But, but I, I also wonder, to- like, the jello, I wonder, like, I kind of want to try jello and cake mix. That sounds fun. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but I meant Jello pudding, um, <laughs> not Jello gelatin. Um, but <laughs> this is the obviously baking podcast or not your strong suit. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. No, you know what it started with the celeb, the L.A. celeb bakery who uses boxed mix instead of um, fresh ingredients. Be careful, they'll sell you. That'll be what actually gets me in trouble is talking about bakeries of all things. But I don't even know which one I don't even know which one they were referring to, but it just caused like so much interest about bakeries. It's like that or Chris Evans that or Chris Evans dating life. (laughs) Listen, I, I my the topics on my Instagram knows no boundaries. I I go with the flow. Whatever the the you know the followers want to talk about, hear about, that's what I'm posting about. No shade um, to Chris Evans, but I swear to God, I probably could not pick him out of a lineup. Like if you put like Chris Evans, like uh, Liam Hemsworth, uh, I don't know, um, like Michael Phelps, like in one like one lineup, I probably could not tell them apart. So to the Chris Evans fans, you can DM me your hate at. F-A-Y-M-E problems. Are you sure that you want to, you, that you're putting a call to action to <laughs> sure. that? I don't know. I don't know if you just realized what you just fucking signed yourself <laughs> up for. I want to see a day in your life, girl. I want to see what it's like to fucking get these, <laughs> to say like one thing about Chris Evans dating life and be inundated with like 1700 messages. I mean, him and Harry, like Harry Styles is another one that it's just like, and then the messages go on and on and on. People trying to like explain to me where he's been, where his plane has been. They track his plane, his airplanes. Like he hasn't been seen here in two weeks. He couldn't be there. And it's, 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 it's not people that are actually like out in the world, like witnessing him. It's like fans sitting like wherever they live in their bedrooms, like trying to figure out these celebrities, every moves. It's very fascinating. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Like someone needs to do a documentary on fandoms because it's wild. It's fucking wild. I'm actually, I want to have some Swifties on a podcast. I love that. So I'm, I, I want to, I want to talk to some fans, and I'll, I'll do Harry Styles next. 
we'll see maybe even chris evans and you know i'd love to talk to people that like hate hate what i post about them and you know get them on the podcast and see why they get so riled up if i like you should definitely do like i would love to see that like oh like if you did like a swifties like you got like a couple fans and just like talk to them about like being a fan that could be almost like its own series maybe Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, you know, the Swifties were a good group to start with because I tweeted about it and I got, like, over 500 responses of people who wanted to come on. So on that note, I wanted to thank you so much for giving us your time. Uh, Remind everyone how they can find you, where they can find you, where they could DM you Chris Evans hate mail. Give us all the info. My Instagram is a great place to start. It's fame problems and fame is spelled F-A-Y-M-E problems. And you can also read a lot of my stories on today.com. We have a whole lot of amazing pop culture content that I think your listeners and the followers of Demois will love. And yeah, and my Instagram is just like a weird little corner of the internet where I dish about, you know, everything happening in pop culture and you also just, you know, get to see me being me. Okay, I love that. Am I following you? I feel like I need to follow you. I don't right think now. you follow me. Okay, it's okay. I'm change that. No, I mean, it's not okay. I spent like it. days writing this like amazing story about you only to never be followed. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. I, I'm, I just did. No. I, I just followed back. You're the no, sweetest. Of course I'm- of course I'm going to follow you. You're the sweetest. I love you. I love talking to you. Aww. Thank you so much for coming on. Well, thanks, guys. Okay, bye. Thanks, Alexander. Bye. Bye. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening to Do You. New episodes will air every Thursday. This has been a presentation of Cadence 13 Studios. Please listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, you can follow me on Instagram at Demois.